welcome back to another episode of The Shine Podcast. I am Shauna Starr, and I am so glad that you tuned in today. And before we start diving into today's subject, I want to just encourage you to leave a five-star review if you love the show, and also make sure to hit follow, and if you can, screenshot one of your favorite episodes and share it and tag me on Instagram at Shine Podcast with Shauna Starr so that I can repost and see what you all love. I think we all have time for a little bit of a quick encouragement and while scribbling furiously in my journal lately, one of the things that came up is a couple times is making assumptions. It's something most of us do a lot. It's the things that we tell ourselves or the stories that we tell ourselves daily. And if we have allowed that habit into our mindset when we're even making the smallest decisions, then we're making these huge assumptions of what we can accomplish, what people think of us, what will the outcome be, and so much more that really is just a reflection of our thoughts and our mindset. And here's one example of that, like ordering a couple scoops of ice cream and feeling the need to say, it's my cheat treat for the week, the only one I'm getting. Because you feel like you need to make that person that you're speaking to know what your meaning behind it is and you're assuming that they think that you're not doing good enough on your diet, even though they probably aren't thinking about it at all. Or making a large purchase and showcasing that hard work online and feeling the need to follow up with not having anything and saving up for this one thing so people don't think you're money hungry or selfish or just trying to show off or doing anything for you and then relaxing and assuming people say you're lazy or selfish or not doing more for your family. And yes, there actually might be some people who leave some negativity on your feed, on your comments, in your posts, and maybe behind your back as well. I'm not saying there aren't. We all have probably been there. But a lot of those things that we do come from assumptions that then can make us take a different action. And I know for me personally, I've worked really hard on not letting myself lead in fear, but leading out of love. So even when I have those thoughts pop in my head of what other people might think or the assumptions that I have, I don't want to change my course of direction or my actions if I know it's the right thing. And I want to continue on that path, even if I have doubts, so that I, like I said, am leading in love and not coming from a place of fear and always from abundance. I know for myself, what's What is so interesting about assumptions is we really play out these scenarios in our head that either make us tiptoe, change our minds, shift a little bit, or make us feel really insecure, even when we know we are taking the right action. And then the stories we tell ourselves become our truth in our own perception. How many times have you stopped in your tracks because of an assumption or a story you created while playing out the conversation or action so you didn't even try? Maybe you didn't even post or you didn't have the conversation about your business or you didn't bring it up. This is where discipline and courageousness comes into play. We have to break the ties that our assumptions are truth. Now, like I said, there may be some that are true. There might be people who talk poorly. They might judge you for the crazy outfit. They might not even appreciate you bringing up something that hurt you because it led to an uncomfortable conversation for them. But it also might bring you courage to someone else watching. It might break through some tension in a relationship, and it might even bring you clients and help you grow personally in a business. And that is 
one of the many reasons that we have to break the ties, that assumptions are truth because they are just simply our perception of the truth. If you want to transform your life, one of the biggest things you can do is to start to shift your mindset and start to tell yourself a different story rather than the negative narrative. And then you have to start taking those actions that seem scary. Even though I refuse to stay stagnant in my relationships, in my business, and my personal growth, in no way is this coming from a place that say, I'm already there. But I'm looking back at all the little actions and all the uncomfortable situations that led to massive growth by doing the scary thing. And the thing about it is, it's never as scary as the assumptions we attach it to. And once we do the thing, it's really not as scary as we thought. We take those scary steps, we look back and realize it was just a few small steps. For me in my business, I didn't used to want to cold call, email, reach out, and connect with people because I thought they wouldn't think I was good enough, maybe I wasn't the right fit, maybe they didn't want to work with me, and yes, working on my SEO and marketing and networking is a big part of business growth, but I knew if I wasn't willing to reach out to companies and people I wanted to work with, how would they even know that I was interested or that I even existed? And I started making myself research small businesses and going in. And today it looks like an email most of the time because honestly, a lot of people are attached to the time that they give to strangers walking in the door, which I understand. But I still cold email and call businesses. And for the no's I hear, it doesn't affect me. It did affect me the first few times. It felt like a personal attack against me. But it's not that way anymore. When a client decided to go in a different direction or a business said no to me, it kind of crushed me and made me think I wasn't good enough. This wasn't my shot. I messed up and I was done. But after doing that for a while, I almost always now see it as a game. It no longer hurts my feelings and I'm not the right fit for now or the budget for the client. I want to attract the people that are right for me and repel those who aren't. Now I want to see what percent of yeses I get when I approach different companies and most importantly, how I can turn those no's into yeses by switching up and pivoting how I speak and how I reach out to them. So when I hear a no, whether from a client or a business or a company, I know it means not for now. If it's a collaboration I want to do, I'll reach out again. I'll make connections and continue over a period of time. With clients, I can't tell you how many have said no right away. And then after I wish them well and said I would be here, quite a few times have come back with a, you know what, I do want to hire you. And the assumptions I used to make that no means I'm not good enough, I I never will be good enough. And in reality, most no's you hear are, as a business owner, they're just not ready yet. They're not there. Maybe they have somebody filling those shoes and they aren't ready to move forward. Maybe they're genuinely overwhelmed and don't have the capacity for what you're offering. Or maybe you just aren't a good fit for them. And then you'll find your great fits by hearing the no's to the people that aren't good fits. I will say I have found a lot of freedom in not taking the no's personally because it leaves room for the right yeses. It leaves room for the projects that we're both excited about and to work with. It leaves room for the clients who are so excited to work with me. And it leaves room to just adjust my approach, my portfolio, and even my connections. 
For example, the other day I heard a no for now because they had somebody as on staff as a photographer filling that role, but they immediately started following me and liking my stuff online. It's a company that I honestly really love and love to work with, and I've purchased a few things from as well, but right now they're just communicating and connecting, and that is good enough. They now know that I exist, know that I love what they do, and they can see what I'm doing as well, and it's just building relationships, and isn't that, after all, what I've been talking about, and that's what networking is? If it's something that I heard and know, I'm on the building blocks of relationship building. So what are some things I want you to think about that you've been making assumptions about that if you've moved forward, maybe could have changed the trajectory? The funny thing is we have no idea what those little courageous acts could lead to, but I found out that each small courageous action has led me to big growth in business. And I say that looking back at the five years in Florida and 14 years overall in business, And even though it's hard sometimes, it doesn't stop me in the hard part of business owning. But I can say confidently, I can lead the growth back to the tiniest of my steps and actions and decisions that in that moment seemed maybe small and mundane and unimportant to do. They actually turned out to be some of the reasons I now shoot for magazines, have a podcast and run a business full time. And I mean that wholeheartedly. You never know what steps are going to lead to, but always looking back, you can connect them. And I can't encourage you enough to do this. And through the assumptions, because there will always be something you can assume, it's not the truth. And even if it is, growth through it, and you'll see yourself grow too. I know this is a tough thing, especially for a lot of women to be hearing no in their business, and it's hard to not take it personally. And that sometimes just comes with practice. It takes practice just like any mindset shift when those negative thoughts come up to recognize them and turn them into telling yourself a different story. I post about my business and I can assume people are sick of seeing it. Maybe they don't really like my work. Maybe they deem it inappropriate because there's some boudoir and some sexy shoots in there. And maybe they think it's all I talk about. But really, it's not my business what they think of my business. I'm doing what I know is right in the moment to share my passion and my offer. And even if just one person is encouraged, moved, or excited about what my offer is, then that's why I'm doing it. I want people to be so excited about my work or completely turned off by it. It's how you find who not only will support your business, but want to invest and purchase and share and be an advocate for you. No lukewarm clients for me. You only want fire excited clients and customers who share and shout out how great you are. Now I'm going to shift the assumption into relationships. This one for me personally was harder with some not so great experiences in my past. My go-to was assuming the worst. It's something I've really worked on in the past two and a half years. And even though I do work on it, being in a relationship with the right person makes a difference. I have shared why some things make me feel a certain way with him and even assume some actions I take negatively. First, he listens. He has been wonderful and consistent to me and makes me heal faster and stronger just by being good to me. But assuming in relationships is just as hard. Someone says something, ignores us, forgets a chore or special day, and our assumption is they're mad or they're purposefully doing that to hurt us. 
And for me, a big mindset shift was to not assume that behind my back something was going on. And that definitely took a while to do some healing. I had to consistently talk to myself, tell myself new assumptions, and that my subconscious would now follow and believe as truth. When we tell our subconscious stories, they don't fight it. They just work finding proof either way. So now when I tell myself the good assumptions, I have rewired to assume through the consistent experience and not through negative mindsets. So are there some things that we can do to help this assuming and break the ties to these habits? Absolutely. First, take a look at who you're surrounding yourself with. Are you around other people who want to strive to be better, talk positively, make positive changes, and strive for healthy relationships, and speak positively about their significant others and other friends? I'm sure you've heard this quote that's something along the lines of, before you try to just work on yourself and you feel horrible and depressed, first look around you and make sure everyone around you isn't an a-hole. And so that is so important that we are surrounding ourselves with the right people. Second, to change what you see daily. Most of us, that means social media. Who are you following? What are some things that they're doing? Maybe you should unfollow. People who, after seeing you feel down or negative or not good, and or even just not pushing you towards your goals in any way. Third is to have much deeper connections with people. The deeper we're willing to go in our conversations and relationships, it'll help us learn more about ourselves and also the ins and outs of why we think the way we do, and then we can move forward. And if we're really connecting with people and learn how to connect, we're going to have those meaningful, sustainable relationships. And the fourth is to really recognize and practice shifting it. There are some powerful books out there about mindset shifting and so much research done and how we can actually change the way we are wired to think with practice. One thing personally I'm working on is talking about the things I want in a different tense. Like instead of I want to make X amount, I would say I am making X amount and I am capable of doing so. I'm not saying I should work on working out or eating better, but instead in present tense that I am eating better and working out and taking my health seriously because I am. I'm also recognizing the bad assumptions and though they won't all go away, maybe ever, but we can definitely deafen that noise a little bit. We'll have those things pop up and the stories in our heads that sometimes lead us down that rabbit hole and In those moments, I try to turn it into what I'm seeing positively from that thing or think of a past experience of what I know to be factual, unlike the assumption story I'm making up in my head that my subconscious will take as truth. Really in those moments, because we're all going to have negative moments come up and negative assumptions pop in our head because that is how we have trained our brain to think, we have to take that moment, take a breath, and tell ourselves a different narrative. No matter what we're hearing, we can change the narrative, but it takes practice just like anything else. And I still think it is so incredible that we can rewire the way our brain works so that if you tend to be somebody a little bit more negative, yes, it's gonna take more time and more work, but you have the ability and capability to change that. But the first Part of that is knowing that you can change it. You don't have to say, I'm going to be a negative person because I am one. 
Instead, you can say that I am working on being a positive person. And in those moments, also have somebody to hold you accountable so that they can speak life and positivity back into you. I know this is a little bit shorter, but really what I wanted to encourage you to do is that we have the ability to shift our mindset and I want you to be able to do all of those decisions that you know is right in your business or you know is right for growth and not change them simply because of a narrative out of fear. I want you to live and move and grow because you're leading from that place of love and abundance. So what I want you to do this week is when some of those negative narratives and assumptions pop up in your head, to take just a few moments to breathe through them and start speaking to yourself in present tense the positive outcomes, the good things that could happen, and start shifting those stories so that you can eventually take some really confident action. If you listen to this and think, I just want more out of this, I need more information and more help with this, I really want to suggest the book, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. It is a very powerful book, and I think it'll really help. So go grab your copy. I'm not getting any money for that, of course, but it's one that I recently read and really love and enjoyed. So I hope you can start shifting that mindset into something more positive to help you take those little steps that lead to big goals, that lead to those big dreams, and you can look back and see all the courageous steps that you took. And as always, keep shining.